0: Hello. If you're listening to this, you're listening to the greatest podcast in the world. Hello. If you're listening to this, you're listening to a podcast whose podcast arm, you know, to support the mic just fell over and I thought it broke. So, if you're listening to this, it didn't break. And if you're listening to this, spit it out. I should say hello. My belief podcast this is a podcast. Focus on beating the hell out of your negative voice, the voice that wants to keep you indoors and not home for the holidays or home with your friends or home as in outside of who you think you are, the voice that wants to keep you silent. This is a podcast focused on overcoming that voice. Norman Sodiase is my name and playing life is the game. I don't know. Anyways, hi. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, this is how I am. I'm kind of random as it is. That's kind of my nature, but yeah, I'm glad I'm so privileged to have you listening to this podcast If this is not your first time, what's good, squad, people? Yes, it's not just a new person on this. It's the same guy. Anyways, this week's episode, I'm excited because for this, this week and kind of going forward, I'm going to unleash a new podcast content series because for me, part of this, again, the growth of life, every single step, I always say the journey within the climb. Life is a climb and every step is a journey. And as I'm climbing, I need to unveil new facets of content and try different things. There's a content series and it's a content series of what I've already done. And so I guess it's it is something new. But as you know, I did a podcast live podcast partnership with my university and I had episodes. One with a Jared Culver that was already out with a Grant McCaslin with the guest this week and so on and so forth. And I'm going to be releasing those episodes in the uh, is it subsequent weeks or is it in the next few weeks? All right. Anyways, number one and just jumping in, I, I know this podcast will impact you slight disclaimer before I tell you the guest. This audio, it was outside audio, no sound treatment. I did my best for the last seven hours. Literally after church, I went to Shoreline 845. My sister was here. My cousin's from the UK. He's in here. And he says my accent is good, by the way. Shout out to him. Noah was good. Anyways, after church, I came back home from literally like one to 7 p.m. as I'm watching Sunday Night Football. I've been editing. Put it into an AI. It sounded pixelated. That's not a thing. It sounded kind of like underwater. That's a thing. And so I've been messing with it. Anyways, bear with the audio. You can still hear it. This episode was great. I mean, it impacted my soul. You should probably know the guest. The guest is, you know, none other than a should have been a gold glover. World Series champion, Red Raider himself, MVP caliber type player, because the type of podcast this is, is a vision podcast, so you better call it out. (laughs) MLB All-Star third baseman, Mr. Josh Young. Josh Young came on this podcast at the Red Raider tailgate that we had every game, and he shared a story, a little bit of his story, and I'm so grateful to host this podcast to have conversations like these because I know that it will impact you
1: uh, just to set the scene Logan. just a little bit as we transition we would be on here from there from there we had raise your voice tell a little bit the real football you gotta raise your voice a little Why? bit to let them know that what's really going on is going, but on. It's been Scott, going on you don't care about this podcast anyways I need we had seen Scarlett bro.
0: and Bridget come on and we they told us about their stories one and why they so care about so passionate about not only the Lady Red Raven but us as a whole? They call us their
1: sword. And now I was back with my brothers, kind of recapping. Like, but now in this moment that I've been waiting for, that we've all been waiting for, and we have our guests. And come on, as as I'm doing this, you guys are supposed to be. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm out to the field. Oh, he the wants to play Oh wait, you kicking us out? Yeah, he wants to say that's go. selfish these guys, but the moment that I've been waiting for, we have our guest here. He's on time, Mister Josh Young's on time the show. like clap with my hands. let yeah. yeah. good bro. Yeah, good. Thanks for toy. Let me Anyways, yeah. Mister Josh Young, yeah. how are you doing? I'm glad to see you here, brother. I'm glad to have you on the pod. First, first and foremost, I always get this squared away with you, Warren, being a red reader and where you came from now I saw you and what you've become like it's it's awesome to see it's inspiring to see I it's admiring it's like, so thank you for not only who you are because it, it's so hard to reach a level that you have and to stay like you are baby. to stay level-headed so just to start I'm so grateful to have you on this though. Well, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate that. I always I always start this podcast, Mind podcast, opening the Negative voice, and I always start with childhood. So if somebody's watching this and to understand who you are and the passage you pursued and where you are, Texas Ranger, World Series champion, all-star, going
0: back to that kid, the two-one-zero, one San Antonio, if I was behind the eyes of a young Josh, <laughs> what would I see? Who was that kid?
1: You would have seen a kid in the backyard playing a lot of wiffle ball with himself, um, competing against his little brother um, in everything. It didn't matter what it was. We competed in everything. Uh, we but just obsessed with baseball. Uh, and, and we played football, too. We were obsessed with football. Uh, basically, you threw a ball in our hands, you just saw it. We were obsessed with it as kids. That's like all we did. We just played this course. We got our homework done, we were able to go outside. We got our homework done, we'd go to practice. All that kind of stuff. It was literally just... Let's go all day wrong I for me, right? When I'm an athlete, obviously we went here and we both I played basketball, you play baseball. And you kind of go up with that being the vision that you want to achieve. Oh, I want to be professional. Procursion,
0: Did you ever
1: ask? Because I'm a curious kid. I was there. Did you ever question it like why? I love it, but why should I do this for my life? Like, if you were to fake back, why did you think it was attainable to actually do a, something that you love as a sport professionally why did you think that with be you? you know i think in all the dark days when when you're struggling that comes up a lot because you have to remind yourself why do i do this I'm all the time and and for me it's just because i love the game truly uh it's for the love of the game like growing up i was just i was just big into it i love baseball everything baseball it literally was eat sleep and drink baseball I mean, football was like my distraction there for like six months out of the year, -hmm. Um, But it was really just all about baseball, you know. And then I fell in love with A-Rod. He was my guy growing up. And then I fell in love with just the history of baseball. So, like, all encompassing, all of that just kind of drove my passion to try to be the best player I could be. And that's just like a daily pursuit. If you're going to think of a moment, because to me, I remember the moment that I really kind of picked up the game. Was I? W- I watched my parents in my family. The joy behind their eyes watching Hakeem Olajuwon play. I'm like, I don't really love the sport, but I love the feeling that it makes them like feel when they. they it, it's like entertainment, but it's encouraging. If you were to think of a moment that you were like, "Oh, dang! Like this is almost like euphoric. Like this is why I love the game." Because it's, it's it's hard. We all love the game. But like, could you? Is there a moment in your life that made it turn for you? Like, okay, I love it. I feel like there's moments almost every year where it just like reignites that passionately. You see it just a little thing for in that in that split second. And probably the most recent one for me is obviously winning a World Series, going through that whole process. But like, even like my debut last year after having to overcome with big shoulder surgery and missing pretty much six months of the season. And, you know, these little things like that that just continues to brood your path and to keep going and even when you know you got that little guy in your saying you can't be something and you just out there, you be know, able to pull that guy yeah when you when you have that little guy in your shoulder and it's talking to you and that voice is talking to you and from your story and, and I always say this in adolescents, we're really impressionable from age 8 to 18 we're like okay we're doing what everybody else is doing for you, do. you to stay locked in focus <laughs> and roll with what you're rolling, and going and doing Ended up coming to a Texas Tech. When you're thinking about your journey, and you have that voice and that pressure almost, how do you stay focused but then transition to a point of, okay, I got to deal with even more? Like, how do you keep growing knowing that you have that voice that keeps after you? Like, how do you balance that? Um, that's the artwork. Uh, uh, that's something you have to do every single day. It's not just like, oh, I'm there. No, It's No, that voice comes back bigger and badder and stronger, uh, especially when you're mode. Like, throw to say to you, virtually. To me, it's crazy stuff. Like Some days it's like, man, can you even hit the baseball? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can but right now I've struck out 16 out of 20 times. So I can't. You know? I mean, just the way sports are in general, like, you get better, the other team's adjusting TV. It's not they're not just gonna continue to do the same stuff and be successful all the time. The guy I was in college is the guy I am today. The guy I was in high school with the guy I was in college. It's, it's just continually growing and learning. It it's a daily pursuit. Being it's a daily um the change of adjustment. It's, it's um it's crazy. But yeah, when that guy when that guy starts talking, I try to talk I try to talk over to him. Yeah, well, I try to watch my highlight tape. It's a big thing. I I make my own <laughs> highlight tape, and it's like this is why I play. It, it gives me chills when you see big moments. Not even just my own moments, but just like big moments for our team. Beating moments for my brother and stuff like that that just gets those beast bumps going. That's how I silence that little guy. And it's so funny. Like I, I, I saw something where you were like, when you're taking a bats, you talk to him and say, hey, that's <laughs> good. And, and it's kind of what you're saying in your real life. You talk to him. Like, when you're... Strategically talking, switching to the baseball, but you're behind and you're talking to yourself. What are you saying? What are you talking yourself through? And how do you talk yourself through and then swing the bat? And like, how does that even work practically? Um, so it is. It's all, like, middle moments. It's, uh, for me, I'm reiterating my approach to myself. Because that little guy gets on my shoulder, let's say I swing at a bad pitch, or um, a pitch is called on me that I don't agree with, something like that. That little voice clicks in immediately. He's like, oh, you're down 2 you're going to strike out for Hey, this guy's really good, you're not going to be able to hit this. And for me, to silence that little guy, is to reiterate my approach. What what am I trying to accomplish on this next pitch? And we shot clock now at baseball, so we get six seconds to do that. Oh, um, so for me, it's before before I dig in and actually settle in, I try to silence that voice and just get to that neutral place in my head. There. It's just react time. Let's get beaming. React time. With, I, I jump all over the place with this podcast, but with you, there's something you also said when you were at tech, we had big expectations about a good year. And then Being you came back, listening to all the expectations of everybody else on you and the, the perspective shift that you put so much pressure on yourself. What was that moment like coming back knowing that you had it on? Like, how did you work past that pressure? It took me about half the season to actually get through that. Um, tablocking you guys, leading over to shortstop, just a defensive change that they wanted to make, just to see what would happen. And that's what actually freed me up yeah. to end up having uh, a good season my junior year, which is crazy because I'm not a shortstop. Yeah, you know, I play shortstop my whole life. It's kind of how it is, right? Like, in baseball the best player plays shorter yeah, and as you get older like, you start specializing in different business and that kind of stuff but, uh, but yeah for me it was that change helped free me out it was like oh, there's no expectations of me playing shortstop I should go out and play <laughs> but, uh, but that's what free me is but it is like you get so focused and for me it's like there's a little pebble and you get so wrapped up on this little pebble so it's looking bigger and bigger and it's like oh you know, i paying out that pebble so small um, and it best moments where you do put that pressure on yourself like this year start the year first two months and the look at both, uh, both months, and then all of a sudden it's like I gotta do more I gotta do more it's like no stay who you are just continue growing in the game you don't have to be more you don't have to try to be better than what you are right now just keep going I'm, on, I'm getting magic because I'm the same way like oh do this like last week we were on the stage and, and this week oh damn yeah, like we got dip Top, Josh and, and here anything next season they went out there but I'm like be patient, it's a process, those type of thing. How do you work this like I, I have so many questions because you accomplished a lot and for me, I'm not too proud enough to say like, bro, I, I that's inspiring like to see a red raider do that and to like be that's why I'm wearing the ring. Like I'm wearing
0: my ring because I'm like, "Hey, I'm with a champ.
1: Like, like it's fourteen years. You're like what's the most like uh, your favorite moment of a season of being a professional of of being everything that you are now. Like what are you most proud of? The postseason that we put on this year is what I'm most proud of. Especially the way we were I mean we were leaving the division probably eighty percent of the season. Yes. Um, and then I got injured there in August. We went on a downward little spiral there where I mean it's baseball. Anything can happen on any given day, it doesn't matter, but um I mean it's every sp something could happen. You could be the best team but it doesn't matter. It's the team that plays the best. It's the yeah, best yeah. team. Um, and in baseball, you play so many games that you know one little, one little slip. they say, you know, you're falling down to nothing. And you're just like, oh gosh, here we go. Uh, but for me, the way we ended the regular season, you know, the ups and downs the last month and a half, up five games, down three games, yeah. back in the front, lost, lost the division title the last the last day of the season to Houston, you know. uh, and getting ridiculed for all that kind of stuff. Seeing all the negative uh, backlash out there about that. Hmm. And we had to go cross-country fight, literally from Seattle to Tampa, which is not yeah, short. What yeah, it really means? Um, and on that flight, we all just kind of switched the gear. It was like, screw expectations, screw trying to be the best offense ever. So yeah, honestly, let's just it let's was just go. There, though. It was there. Yeah. It, the reason it was there is because we took on this mentality of just pass the baton. Every single person, when you have a year of bat, are the best at bat you can. Stick to the game plan and pass to the next good. gap. Don't try to go up there and be a hero. Uh, and then whole oh, her the last week of the season, you could tell we were going up there trying to hit five numbers, and that's <laughs> impossible, yeah. especially with nobody on base. You can't even impact the game really that much. And you could just tell like our butts were tight. Um, the dugout, the attention in the dugout. Really, people were not talking as much, because we just felt like we were living and dying by every single attention. It's like guys, we're we're good have to just go out there be free and play blonde yeah. you know, we were just losing it down every pitch and the guy struck out and I was like oh it was like now nah, we get 27 outs strike strikeout ain't gonna impact us like that we got 26 more but, yeah. but you could just tell when we were in Seattle that that was that is the energy we had that like, I got this on the man. how do we get rid of that <laughs> Well we go to Tampa and it's like yeah, we got to go to Tampa. If he went this, we got to get ball together really good. If think when that, we got to go to Houston. Those are three really big series. You ever of the tough teams. Like, I think there was a little bout when Houston came in and took three that home. Um, Houston's... <laughs> yeah. Um... There most definitely the way we lost Game Five against Houston in the ALCS too is yeah. I do all since the homework gives us the lead. It's, it's like verse oh, wow. and lead of the two at home stand. Then on Tuesday hits that one it was just like, oh, these my angels.
0: <laughs> so you just guys are feeling the same as us because I've been a Ravens
1: fan all my life. I used to work at the ballpark back in 2011, like, and so when I'm seeing that, I'm like, bro, I can't do this. I can't believe like you're feeling it. Oh, like it's. You know it's do or die time. You try to not, you convince you like you try to convince yourself it's not to try to play the best you can. But same time, you know when, when that game's over over, you look up and i just hit the home and Now you are down three two the Houston team when you came in at home after switching home club advantage, you get three games at home up to Gafford, and now you go back to Houston, which you don't want to do because they really get it home uh, to you have to take two from them. Um, oh, and we end up doing it, but. Yeah, they was some down every game, but, golly, was out of flight, to Houston and to fly right back. Man, we, is this what we were out, set out to do? We, we accomplished more than we about live over in, in this season, new manager. We got really good players. Our best pitcher goes down, you know, six stars over the year. And, um, we, we were injury plagued the whole second half. and it was just like, man, we you know, we accomplished a lot, and then we get to Houston, it's like, I mean, let's do this then. Thing. Bro, I there, I came, there was a game here, I slew, literally, I came in for a I'm like, wait, ready with a chill, we
0: ready with
1: a chill. And so, like, what you've been able to do, you ignited us, you, like, it, it's so inspiring because we saw you here, I saw you here, and we didn't have a physical relationship here, but, like, just to see it, it's like, damn, that's still, damn, still what passed and they were, still like, what people are doing from here. When you think about your team, and for you personally, I saw the rookie Kind of short. Yeah. What kind of lights you on fire when it still down in the mist? All of it. All it. all gets inside. Um... You know, it's kind of like watching that Jordan Dashi Vitor how he would kind of make stuff up to keep that flame burning.
0: And i to tell you off, bro, if I always do this when I'm doing an interview,
1: I scowl somebody's Like, I almost borderline stalk him. On your Twitter, if you go on his Twitter, it's all like posts, like motivational posts back to like 2013. And I'm like, this guy is locked in. Like, he has, like, he's all mindset, mindset, mindset. I had to get rid of my social media because I probably looked like they had up on Twitter too much. Really not? To see the negative stuff like you, you love the positive stuff like that lights you on fire didn't see the negative stuff and it lights you on fire to work harder um, and it's kind of like the Jamie thing like you gotta kind of find that reason why I need to do it right now why do I need to go in and work harder to speed um just stuff like that but yeah we see all the, I see all that stuff come out and I know I had a good year. I didn't have the year I wanted to. I kind of straight up coming back from my thumb there for today. But I can't even imagine that. Idea. And can you, uh, you know how the elite. the elite mindset says, I had a great year, but not the year I wanted to. I, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's it's the hungry for I want to be the best person myself I could be. And those moments where. What does that look like for you? Not giving that bats away is the biggest thing. Because there's a bats where you go very. You have a good approach where you're not fully. Committed to be Uh especially against Houston and the ALCS. Like, I had a good play-out run, but that series against Houston, I was trying to do way too much for them did need to. Yeah. Like, my role was to get on base until the lineup over, and I was trying to go up there and hit five-round moments. And it's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, what about, you know, like, game. like what, what is the best version of yourself in your personal life? Like, oh, great question. Um, I mean, Baseball takes nine months out of the year. I get three months off.
0: Uh,
1: I work with a guy named Brian Kane. He's my mental conditioning coach, and we kind of have this little app, and it's like a daily checklist. And for me, it's getting the right amount of sleep. Even probably not ready. Uh, it's getting the right amount of sleep every night. It's waking up, going through basically going through this checklist, and making sure I click all these boxes every single night that that's what the list version of looks like. God, definitely not there. But like it's off-season, like off you're, you're, you just want to with me when I was asking my guests this to close, and, and this has been awesome, for you to show up, this is dope, like it's awesome. When you think about overcoming your negative voice, your mind bully, what are the practical steps that you do to overcome that voice? I mean, it's on your shoulder, like you're talking to yourself. What are the steps that you work to do so? the more I'm a big meditation guy I want like to meditate you know it just silence it all just all we got to do right now is go to my breathing for the next 10 minutes and I use the calm maps. there's like daily medications on there you gotta listen to somebody's voice see whatever but uh, definitely go with meditate breathe but I literally, if I, I'll be laying in bed at night and that bull's come through my head, start saying something, I'm watching live. That's how I get over it. I, I watch my live every night. No, you see, I did this. Yeah. And you, you literally just reiterated yourself Yo, know, I did this. Yes. Yeah. This is possible because I do do it, or I have done it. So I continue it. One. for me it big to K3's highlights yeah they, it's like when you get evidence it's like I have this it's like, yeah. you speak to it you yeah. speak to it it's like I always say this it's un, it's, it's unrealistic until it's realistic until I make it happen and and it's it's so good you're a man of faith but it's not just me making it happen you yeah. know the spirit of the Lord is within me, moving beside me, with me, as I do whatever I do. exactly. So I know He's with me, gives me more power, more courage. But just to end this, bro, I, I really appreciate you having, having you here as they start in two minutes. But thank you for your time. Thank you for doing the show. Thanks, guys, thank bro.
0: Okay, we have about two more minutes before Smash Mouth goes on. I want the fellas to come on. This is the sixth show. And to end
1: this show, I'm so grateful to do this and to be here or be something for basketball. But to overcome the negative voice has been important, and it is important in your life. Whenever you have a battle, a journey, it's important to cover that voice that silences you. To have these guys here again to close this out. We can go I'm so thankful that y'all been on here. so you have any last words for this? It's been a great experience for me myself. I'm really grateful to be here. And I'm grateful for that lady right there blowing in my eyes. She really helped me out. I promise oh, you. He be yeah, Thankful, thankful for the opportunity Thankful to support you in this It's been a fun ride this, this, football, this football season has been crazy But we've had a good time We've gone all over the place, bro But this has remained the same That's been fun So hopefully you get picked up for basketball Yeah, yeah. hopefully you do something even better Yes, Please sir better.
0: Keep it going, keep it fun We got big plays no, no matter what we do Overcoming the negative voice is
1: important Confront the negative voice Take care of yourself Always and every day Tell so the next one Peace out And down Good job, boys. Good job, boys. Hey, bro, I'm I'm, I'm pissed, bro. What? you have to this stuff for?
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the MindBilly Podcast. If you liked anything that you heard in this story, please do me a favor: rate and review. That's to this podcast. Rate and review this podcast, so many more homes and hearts can hear the stories, the resilience, and the fire that we have coming out of this here podcast. Yeah.
1: Hey, Jennings, you going on?